Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I wasn't really very close to my parents when I was growing up. They never really had much time for me. I used to wonder what it would be like to have a mom that would bake cakes with me or take me to the movies. All I ever heard was, Go to your room, Ella. Dad and I are very busy. Mom and Dad were always huddled together, whispering about something. If I walked into the room, they would stop talking and look weirdly at each other. The only time I really felt happy was when I was at school with my friends. But before I go on, make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification bell, or you might end up with psycho parents just like mine. I loved being at school. I had so much fun with my friends. We would sit together in the playground talking about boys and discussing what our plans were for the weekend. Sometimes I wish that I could stay at school forever. When the bell went at the end of the day, I knew that my fun had finished for the day. My parents were really mean to me. They always left me out of things, like the time when I came home from school and heard them talking in the basement. I went down the stairs to the basement and called out to them. I'm home. What are you two doing? Don't come down here, Ella, said Dad. Just go to your room. I did as Dad told me. I knew there was no point in arguing with him. It was the same all the time. Go to your room. Don't disturb your mom and I. We're busy. I would always try to go to sleep as early as possible. That way, it would soon be morning and I could get back to school. I remember the first time I saw Charlie. I was walking to school with my friends, and he was standing at the entrance looking a bit lost. Who is that? I said to my friend Carla. No idea, she replied. It didn't take long for us to find out. We went into the classroom and sat down. A few minutes later, our teacher walked in with the boy we had seen. Everyone, this is Charlie. This is his first day at our school, so I hope you will all make him feel welcome, she said. I looked at Charlie and he smiled at me. My stomach turned over and my face went bright red. He must think I'm a complete idiot, I thought. I looked away and tried not to catch his eye for the rest of the class. At break time, I ran to find my friends. Have you seen Charlie? I asked them. He is gorgeous. I think Emma has a crush, they said laughing. That afternoon, we had a geography field trip. We were going to visit a local museum. We went out to the school bus. As we got on, our teacher took our names and told us we would be looking around the museum in pairs. I couldn't believe my luck when he said, Ella, you go with Charlie. Okay, sir, 
I said. I didn't dare look at any of my friends because I knew they would be pulling faces at me. Charlie was so much fun. He kept telling jokes and entertaining me. I had never had so much fun on a field trip before. When I got home from school, I ran straight to my room and grabbed my diary. I started writing all about Charlie in my diary. All about his long brown hair and freckled face. How his eyes crinkled at the corners when he smiled. I can't wait to see him tomorrow, I wrote. I put my diary away in my drawer and went downstairs to the kitchen. Mom was making dinner and Dad was looking at some files. As I went into the room, Dad pushed the files out of sight. Eat your dinner and then go straight back to your room. Dad snapped. He looked really stressed again. I'm going for a quick shower, he said to Mom. I won't be long, then we need to go through some papers together. I ate my dinner in silence. Mom sat staring out the window, deep in thought. When I had finished my dinner, I went upstairs to my room. As I walked towards my door, I could see Dad was sitting at my table. What is he doing? I thought. I walked into the room and Dad looked up at me. Why are you wasting your time writing a silly diary? He asked me. A diary is no use to anyone. I couldn't believe it. He was reading my diary. Give it to me, I shouted. That's my private diary. How could you read it? Dad gave me the diary and left my room. I was so angry with him. It wasn't fair. They treated me so badly. Why can't I have normal parents like everyone else, I thought. The next morning when I woke up, Dad had already left for work. I suppose it was good, really. At least I didn't have to speak to him. I set off for school. I couldn't wait to get there to see Charlie. But Charlie wasn't at school that day. He must be sick, I thought. But days went by and still Charlie didn't come back to school. I felt really disappointed. I hope he hasn't changed schools, I thought. I missed him so much. The only good thing at that time was that mom and dad had suddenly cheered up. Dad was actually singing to himself when I came in from school. He smiled at me as I walked into the room. Did you have a good day, Ella? He asked. Er, yeah, it was okay, I guess, I said in surprise. Dad never asked me about my day. I wondered why he was in such a good mood. Where's mom? I asked. Oh, she's just gone down to the basement for something. He replied. Okay, I'll go find her, I said. Suddenly, dad's mood changed. Don't go to the basement, Ella. We've told you before, you stay away from there. He shouted. What is it about the basement? I thought to myself. Why don't they want me to go near it? Well, a few days after that, I found out. It was a Saturday morning and mom and dad were going out shopping. We won't be too long. Mom called as she got in the car with dad. I went and sat on the sofa. I looked out of the window and wished that the rain would stop. I felt so bored sitting there all alone. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And with nothing to do, that's when I heard the noise. It sounded like a scratching sound and it was coming from the basement. 
I knew that I wasn't supposed to go down there, but curiosity got the better of me. I ran down the stairs and listened at the basement door. I heard the noise again. There was definitely someone or something in there. I opened the door and went into the basement. There, in the corner of the room, I saw a bed and someone was laid on it. Who are you? I shouted. What are you doing in my basement? I couldn't see very clearly, so I walked a few steps closer. That's when I got the biggest shock of my life. Charlie was sitting on a bed in my basement. Charlie, I cried. What are you doing here? Charlie looked up at me. I'm here because of your psycho parents, he said. What? I had to pinch myself because I thought I was dreaming. My parents are rich and your parents have kidnapped me and brought me here, I guess for ransom, said Charlie. I escaped from them once, but they found me again. So that's why you haven't been at school, I said. I told Charlie not to worry. I said that I was going to help him to escape. Well, it was the least I could do. We packed up Charlie's things and I grabbed some of my stuff and threw it in a bag. We had to get as far away from here as possible. We ran to the bus station and I bought two tickets. We stood waiting for the bus. I was so scared in case my parents drove around the corner, but luckily the bus pulled in and we jumped on it. I had no idea where we were heading or what we would do when we got there, but I was just relieved that I had managed to get Charlie away from them. I'm so sorry about my parents, I said to him. I don't know why they would do something like that. It's okay, it's not your fault, he said. Suddenly, the bus screeched to a halt and the door opened. I looked up and saw my mom and dad getting on the bus. They walked down to where we were sitting. Come on, you two, dad said. We're taking you home with us. No, I said. I know what you've done to Charlie. I know that you are bad guys. Oh, you've got it all wrong, replied dad. We're not the bad guys. We're saving Charlie. Dad explained that him and mom worked for a special government department. He told us that Charlie's parents had asked the government for help because some bad guys were plotting to kidnap Charlie and hold him for ransom. They just needed us to keep you hidden until the bad guys gave up looking for you, Dad said. But you didn't make it easy for us when you kept on escaping. Mom told us that Charlie was going to come and live with our family. He wouldn't have to sleep in the basement anymore, not now that I knew exactly what was going on. We got into Dad's car and drove home. I felt awful that I had thought my parents were bad guys, but it did seem pretty obvious at the time. When we arrived home, Mom showed Charlie to his bedroom. He was having the room next to mine. I couldn't help but feel quite excited that Charlie was going to be living with us. I would get to see him at school and then spend every evening with him too. When Charlie had put away all his things, we went downstairs to see what was for dinner. I haven't had time to cook anything, said Mom. Dad and I will go out and get some pizza. Why don't you two sit down and put the TV on? Charlie and I went into the lounge and put on a movie. I could hardly concentrate on the film with Charlie sitting so close to me. I kept secretly looking at him. I felt like I was dreaming. I don't think I had ever felt so happy for a long time. We were probably about 10 minutes into the movie when we heard an almighty crash and the glass in our room window smashed to pieces. I looked towards the window and saw two men wearing black masks coming through the window. Oh no, these must be the kidnappers my parents had told us about, I thought. Before I had the chance to do anything, one of them had grabbed hold of Charlie and they were pulling him towards the door. Charlie looked at me, his face was terrified. I looked around me frantically, wondering what I should do. Suddenly, I saw my diary on the table next to the sofa. I grabbed it and threw it as hard as I could at the man who had a hold of Charlie. The diary hit him so hard, it knocked him to the ground and then ricocheted off him and hit the other man on the head. Both of the men were lying on the ground, unconscious. That's when I heard Dad's voice. I hadn't heard him come in. He looked at the two men lying on the floor. Well, I guess keeping a diary does come in handy after all, he said laughing. <laughs> Dad pulled out some handcuffs and put them on the two men. 
Mum had called the police as soon as they had got home, so it wasn't long before they were putting the two guys into the back of a police car. We went into the kitchen and sat down to eat our pizza. Are you two okay now? Asked Mum. Yes, we're fine, I said. But I've just got one question, Mum, I said. How did you know that Charlie was going to my school? Mum looked at Dad, then Dad told me. It was when he had read my diary. He told us that I had described Charlie in such great detail that even though I hadn't written his name, Dad had just been sure I was talking about the prince that had escaped from him. I felt so embarrassed. What would Charlie think of me, I thought. I looked at him expecting him to laugh at me, but instead he said, You saved my life. How can I ever repay you? I have no idea where I found the courage to say what I did, but I just blurted out, Well, you could take me on a date if you like. I have a feeling I'm going to be taking you on a lot of dates, said Charlie, smiling. After the police had arrested the bad guys, it was safe for Charlie to go back and live with his own family. But I didn't mind. I had lots of dates to look forward to with him.